Pills and Pricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it, Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Pills and Pricks with Kelsey and Jerks. Hey guys! Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Jonah got an accent! <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I don't even know. It was, it was, it was great. It was very posh? Question mark? The, the Spice Girl? <laughs> You transformed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello, hello. That's not posh. I thought it was scary. No. Spice. You guys, uh, welcome back to Petals and Bricks. Yeah. A Bachelor podcast, but we're on a break. We're on a break. Uh, so we're doing, what are we doing, Jonah? We're doing the one-offs, the though. The one-offs. Yeah. And that's Jonah Jerkins. And this is Kelsey Huff. Hey, uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing that, uh, Hey, uh, oh, uh, hi, uh, oh, hi. Remember that song? <laughs> no, you remember that song? You were so committed to it, yeah. Jonah. I really appreciate you that. You don't remember the song at all? No. Hey, uh, hey, uh, I don't oh, uh, hi, uh, oh, hi, hi. I can, I can't. Uh, Jonah, ahead. how's that gonna help me? Uh, well. <laughs> It's the it's the chorus and it it's like return to innocence. Hey, oh, see okay. now you know. Oh, well, because you said words. That's the most. <laughs> that's the most famous Whoa. part of it. Yeah, you almost broke your damn <laughs> I almost table. Broke everything. Um, oh my goodness, gravy. Yeah, we are on we are on our break uh, in between the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. So we decided to have serious, silly talks about our dead dads. <laughs> Because that seems like a normal transition between yeah. Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we were talking about um, some real stuff, and yeah. we're going to continue talking about it today. Yeah. Yeah. But you want to talk about something that's more recent? Okay. Okay. I saw Kelsey Huff, you. Yeah. I saw you host. You, shut up. Yeah. I saw you host um, a talent show <laughs> you guys, for high schoolers. Don't be jealous of yeah. my fame. No, this was a, this was a venue that had... That had that was at least a twelve hundred seater, and don't worry, there was sixty people there. And no, <laughs> it was full. Fair, it was very man, full. That Elgin space is yeah. a space out in the, in the in the burbs. I never had anything like that growing up. Yeah. Did you? No. It's gorgeous. And nothing. It was huge. Because it was like the district finals for it. Yeah. And uh, we came to support. Also, friend of the podcast, Wing. Yeah. <laughs> she was also uh, there uh, supporting her students, or not mm-hmm. her students, but like yeah, I guess it's her students. Well, yeah, they're her students. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out to Shelly. Hey. I didn't Hello. know she didn't want us to say her name. That's why I, I was giving you that it. eyes. I was yeah, like, yeah. should we do it? I and don't then know. you were like spelling it out. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Um, but yeah, it was pretty amazing that yeah. she went there, um, and her school won overall trophy. Oh, they're amazing! The most that, I got so mad because I was like, these fucking nerds are talented <laughs> more than like it's insane. I was Shoda's like, insecurity came out with children. Yeah, Katie like looked at me. She was like, "Why are you so upset?" I'm like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> These kids are what fifteen, so they've only been doing this for five years. They're like, oh, what do they have their whole lives in front of them? Yeah, Ugh. the magician was amazing, but of course I was being shitty, so I was like, I've already seen that done. Because <laughs> Jonah's heckling the children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it was great for you. To you come also out. had little problems with some of the oh, kids. Oh man, well I was just being. You know what? It's so funny when you go back to high school, like how it triggers your own shit it's yeah. nothing to do with these kids i think that was going on me at too. all yeah, yeah it is kind of wild to go back and be like you uh, you can't bully me or whatever you're like what are you talking about kelsey <laughs> you're a grown woman yeah and it's like sometimes like you're in your 30s yeah like a uh, higher end of the 30s yeah. like chill out i like if you were like dunking kids just trying to get them back <laughs> i know 
It's like just revenge yeah. uh, on the innocent. But it was interesting that I, because uh, uh, Katie and Joan and I went out afterwards and had a lot of fried food. Well, I did. Uh, we had a lot of fried food. Uh, and we're talking about the this. I, it's like confident young white men. I just want to knock them down a peg. <laughs> and that is uncool, man. Yeah. That is uncool. I could never be a Weeblo leader yeah. or a Boy Scout leader. Oh, no. I would be the worst. Oh, I just, those kids are nerds. <laughs> So you're fine on that. <laughs> no. Yeah. But I really don't like that about myself. Is um, you, you don't want to be like a, a sailboat leader. No. Or, Are those uh, leading a sailboat? yacht? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> you were so yacht. posh at the beginning and then it turned. Oh, it turned into scary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that is what I noticed. And I was really rooting for the underdogs. Yeah. I'm always a gal that's like, you got this. Zach, <laughs> he's going to be a CEO soon. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. You got this, you guys. Yeah. Um, and they were some really talented kids. The only thing that's uh, going to take him down is his sexual frustrations. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. That guy's a creepo. You know what? The he's patriarchy is going to be yeah. is gonna be bad to him yeah. as well. Yeah. It seems like he's going to get a lot of money, yeah. but you know what? He's going to probably have a heart attack at an yeah. early age. Because there definitely was the band that people had signs for. They're definitely the popular kids mm-hmm. in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, uh, can you, we talk about this? Then you have a weird reaction. We don't have to talk about it. I well, I had a couple weird reactions. One, I knew Jonah was in the audience. Let's, yeah. let's backtrack a little. And I was like, yeah, huff. <laughs> I know. So it was like, and I'm a stand-up comedian, so yeah. I'm like, don't swear, don't say wiener jokes. I, like, yeah, this I is a very family-friendly. Sweating. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and you said a couple. You said a couple. You said a pedophile joke I, in there. I accidentally <laughs> stuck in a pedophile <laughs> joke at a high school show, and I was like, <gasps> and I could just. Feel Jonah smiling, and I was like, "Son of a, I messed it up." Oh yeah, I slowly brought my camera. <laughs> How did, what did you do? Well, there was a guy in the front row who's very, very encouraging. Which yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. So no. why am I being a jerk? Yeah. But he was really yelling and screaming, and before we introduced the the one of the bands. Yeah. And he had a shirt, and I was like, "How do you know these people?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You're That's a right. grown man." Why are you cheer? I'm like I'm like berating this guy for just liking them. Turns out he was like their teacher and was there to support them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I suspect you, sir. Yeah. And then oh, you say something God. like, um, "Do we know about this guy being here or something like?" <laughs> no, can we some, can we have somebody watch his internet account? <laughs> I did not say you that. Didn't say that. But that was internally. Oh my that God. was the subtext. The poor guy. Um, but hey, it got a few laughs, and I was real uncomfortable about it. Uh, yeah. It but funny. I think I, I didn't I didn't do anything too inappropriate. No. I'll tell you some hot goss. Huh? It's not even the gossip. I almost oh, I messed up this whole Gosling. talent show. Why? Because you, I, oh God, I'm so glad I talked to Jeff. He's the guy who, who was running this thing. Because I was going to go out there and, you know, okay, so here's the, here's a quick rundown of the thing. There were 10 um, contestants, mm-hmm. right? And there was an audience vote. So the top five were voted by the audience. And then they performed a second number. And then the judge, the panel of judges, chose the top three, yeah. right? So when the top five were revealed, every single contestant was on the stage. Yeah. And I was just going to rattle them off one after the other. Be like, you guys, here's who won. A, B, C, D, and E. Oh, yeah. And he's like, no. I was like, okay, so that's how I do it right now. And I stepped out on stage. He's like, get back here. Like, yanked me back. He's like, no, you do one. And then they perform. And then you do another one. And they perform. I was going to, like, blow the wad yeah. early. <gasps> Could you imagine? Oh, don't that's say a, that on stage either. That's a either. terrible phrase. But I yeah. almost ruined their oh I'm the suspense of the talent show. Some of them, I felt, were a little too prepared for a second. Well, they had to do that in soundcheck. Oh, every single so one, did that. every all of the ten, all, all the ten contestants. Yeah, I love that we're talking about this high school that no people are like, who cares? That was a fun experience. It was fun. I just liked how that one kid was just like to me because like you know being in the crowd. Mm-hmm. One you didn't bring me up once, and uh, 
And Jonah was ready. Yeah, I was like, she's going to bring me up there, guys. Just don't worry about it. Do I look fine? Am I okay? I didn't know that was an expectation. You know I would do you ever Do you ever get like that when you're in shows and you're like, someone's going to recognize me? And like, nobody knows who you are. You know what? I It's only happened in the small shows. Yeah. People have bailed on shows and I've been there to like watch my friends. And, and I have on. had to go on really? stage before. I saw so. our, our mutual friend, Martin Murrow. He's on main stage at Second City. Mm-hmm. And he knew I was in the crowd. And then I was like, they're gonna have they're gonna have me go do a set real quick. <laughs> Didn't ask me. Fine. Figured it. I was like, oh, you whatever. But guess what? Another friend of ours went to see him a couple days later. Oh. Guess what happened? Got pulled on stage and oh, did a set. Oh man. I was so upset. You're like, Martin, didn't you see this star? Did yeah. you see this star shining in the audience? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but I've paid for improv for four years. <laughs> um Look at my bank account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's empty. <laughs> um but what the what was I just fucking talking about? Oh, so watching it, it was like this one kid was wanted to do this the last round, okay, you know, yeah. and all of a sudden he's just like, oh, I didn't know, and all of a sudden like a screen came down, someone came up with like a camera and all the <laughs> stuff. I was like, that kid paid his way to the end of this, <laughs> so yeah. I'm happy that I, I knew that that wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But those yeah. kids are immensely talented, and it was incredible. Yeah, it was wild. And you know what else that I really liked about it is that there were so many um, uh, students in the audience there to support them yeah. who then were also in the talent show, like yeah. the talent show in their individual schools. Yeah. And so that was really cool. There was like a really great supportive vibe. It made going me so on. mad. Because <laughs> in my high school, there was no support for the arts. You know? Yeah, no, no, no. I know. Oh, I know. Was that for you? Yeah. Small, small town towns. sports were all about it, man. Yeah. All about those sports. And anything that was a musical, like a band, any sort of art class, yeah. dance. Like, you queer. Yeah. Like, like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with that, but you guys are queers. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that a Boston accent? I don't know. It sounded like it. Yeah. I was just, I got, and that was our, our discussion on the way home with Katie was just like, God, I just wish I went to a school that was so supportive of the arts mm-hmm. because. Maybe I'd be a star right now. Oh, you already are a star. No, Jonah. everyone's like, no. Wait a second now. Do you think that it's pretty, do you think that it's a small town versus a big town thing? Or do you think that it just has evolved um, and changed? I think it's a little both, but I think it is more small town versus big town. Yeah. Because I also noticed uh, because of that, these these kids that do have these talents, they flourish more because they're more supportive too. Mm-hmm. So I think there is a lot of people like that went to my high school or your high school that definitely had talents that they just like didn't, didn't they stifled yeah yeah because they were like weren't taught that you can you can go for your dreams mm-hmm. or the thing that you feel is right you know yeah there's a lot of that artist way book you know like yeah, all yeah. these like creative books is like it's difficult uh it, even even just like in a family setting like if you have like parents or, or anybody around your family who are like crushed artists who wanted yeah. to do something and never did it that they can go either way. Like they can yeah. really be like, you can do it because I never did it, or they can really squish you down. Yeah. Because if I can't do it, why can't yeah. you? That kind of situation. No, I love like just live through me. <laughs> just live through me. Like let me live through my son. <laughs> yeah. So if you had a kid, Jonah, would you be like a total stage dad? You're like and one and two. You got it, Johnny. Yeah. And three and four. So you're so you what you're doing is you're assuming that it'll never work out for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> no, then, I'm saying you're a star. Okay, cool. And then at the same time that you're totally What famous. if you're a star and your kid wants to be a star? I will say, listen, I work too hard for you to take over for my... I don't know. I would be like, if I was a failed musician or artist or whatever, I would totally be like, you got to do this, man. Yeah. You, or even like It a- would be speeches left and right. You're going to feel like <laughs> it's never going to work out. And you know what? Maybe it won't. For instance, with me. But if I would have started early... Like that one. Of, if I just would have had that chance, uh-huh. if I would, I would. So you'd really it. put that pressure on that. Yeah, kid. yeah. Don't fuck this up. 
This is worth everything. Oh, this is worth, this is oh, we gotta make it. You gotta make it for daddy. You gotta make it for Yo, pops. Listen to this podcast. This guy explains it perfectly. <laughs> that person is your father right now. It's from a podcast that could have been. Oh, it could have been. Will be. Yeah. Oh man. So that- this girl, this girl became a star. Who's who's on the co who's co-hosting it? Kelsey Huff. And then they go Academy Award nominee Kelsey Huff. She got robbed. <laughs> and I'm like. Mm. I don't know what's happening, but I like where your brain's yeah. going, Jonah. So that's kind of where we ended off last week. So we did our podcast. Yeah. We hung out and ate fried food and, and uh, were angry at children who were talented. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were funny because you kept, you kept saying, guys, come on, everyone. This, these guys are high schoolers. They're so afraid right now. <laughs> I was trying to tell them that how vulnerable it is. Yeah. Instead, everybody on stage, eyes was like, Oh God! Oh God! This is worth everything to them, and it—they could screw them up for life. You need to be a supportive because they're just fucking kids. I'm like, don't be d holes, yeah. you guys. Don't be d holes because I don't know about your dad, but my my dad came to one or a couple events because I used to be in like dance as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like my mom signed me up for everything. Yeah. She signed me up when I was early, so I don't even know if you know this about me, Jonah. But I was born with like funky legs. I had to have braces and all oh, this really? kind of stuff. Yeah, I was born. I was like sucking my mom. They had to get the salad tongs to like yank me out this one ear is all different than my other ear because it got squished yeah and then I had like funky legs they had to anyway when you say funky legs I think they just like you came out with them dancing (laughs) (laughs) like oh that girl's got some funky legs I just walk out doing doing some sweet moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the funky donkey legs. <laughs> no, they were like mangled. Oh wow. Um, and so she signed me up for a lot of activities early because they wanted to make sure that my that I was like doing. It's kind of like physical therapy, basically. Mm-hmm. So I did a bunch of dance classes, and then I did a bunch of like um, uh, you know, performancey like weird shows. And then we also had a lot of like uh, I don't know if you guys had this, but there was like a lot of like during Christmas we all did do like pageants choir singing yeah. everybody had to do yeah. that and he came to a couple of lows that was really it he'd only come to like the sporting events really and he was one of those dads who would get kicked out of the game oh like he would scream at the was he was he sh- did he show up like inebriated oh yeah uh-huh. and he and like all the um the the umps in like softball or whatever they were all like high school girls number one yeah. right and he'd just scream at them Whoa. like what is your pro- you don't know what you're doing you know just yell at them yeah. and he'd ask him to leave um would he throw like his beer cans oh no you don't throw that that's precious precious gold <laughs> yeah even when he finished them oh that's he's like, true that's worth a, this is worth a nickel <laughs> well we talked about in yeah. the last podcast that was my job to do yeah. recycling yeah so he'd be like hey hoff get in here yeah, yeah, yeah. recycle my can and you're just crushing them on your forehead <laughs> yeah. it makes you stronger <laughs> i got this but yeah i i think that my dad too he was like a big jocko guy in high school he like okay. tore his uh he tore his shoulder really young he had to have surgery when he was like 16 and so i do think like he encouraged me to be all to give the, the dad the credit, he did get a crazy good work ethic in me. I mean, it was yeah. fear-based, yeah. but it did work out. I think he did want a son, and he did want someone to be like very um, skilled at something. Okay. He just didn't see it if it wasn't sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he yeah. Did, He couldn't see that, you know... There, there's other skills that yeah. one can have. Yeah. Um. So I think he was a little close-minded in Were that you, way. When that, when that would happen, would you get like really embarrassed, or would you try to like fix it with a joke? Always jokes. Yeah. I got embarrassed, mortified. Really. Mortified. But then there's that recognition. I don't know if this happened to you. There's that recognition of like, uh oh, this dad's coming out. Oh. You know, because you never know what dad it's gonna be, right? Yeah. You're like, he could. Ooh, what's gonna be? Okay. So if that dad's coming out, then oh, this is the tactic. 
Or if that dad's violent dad's coming out, this is the tactic. Or screamy dad's coming out, do this. Oh, he seems to be pleasant. Let's keep smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep dancing. Oh, wait, that turned. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I definitely had tricks in my pocket. What was like? What was your go-to trick if it was like uh, angry, uh, screamy dad? Well, most of the time it was that wasn't always necessarily in public until he got older. Gotcha. Right. So like when I was younger, that so was, was always like private. 2831. <laughs> yeah. 2831. <laughs> um so Yelly Dad, I there definitely was a time where you could make Yelly Dad laugh. Like there was a moment where if he wasn't too yelly, wasn't too screamy or sweaty, there was like physical tells. Really? Like if he would sweat and if you got close enough, which is very hard, I, and I'm not making this up. My mom will attest to this. His eyes would change. Really? He would get like this yellow vroom, like Whoa. ring. And you're like, nope, no jokes. Nothing's, he's not coming back. Yeah. You're just like, ur-y, ur-y. you're like, good luck, anyone in the room. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I made it yeah. sound like you just ran away. Just with ran, the dust. Like, yeah, 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 like the total uh, Looney Tunes action. But in like softball, I would like make jokes. With okay. my other friends, yeah. you know, I would be like, who's this guy? Yeah. Like, I would legit like be like, oh, I remember um, Chris, there's this gal and her her family was very like sort of posh or whatever. Yeah. And I would be you, like, how many times are you going to let's do a drinking game with how many posh. times you use posh? But I'd be like, hey, hey, your dad's being a real idiot. <laughs> like, I would try to yeah. blame it. And everybody was like, ha ha. It's yeah. a small town. Everybody knows. You do it with just a little tear. It'll come down. Your <laughs> but yeah, you don't show that here. Yeah. You're like, hey, you, the thing You're about throwing sand in your eyes. <laughs> Sand, you mean dirt. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm you don't know dirt. I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, I think I was, I always took the, the, most of my tactics were like, acknowledge it, make a joke about it, and try to make it absurd. Okay. That, that was usually my tactics. Yeah. Now, what about you? Did your dad ever show up? Because I know that your mm. dad, it, unlike mine, he, he wasn't like with you all the time. He no. wasn't like growing up with you. He wasn't like in, no. in your life. Yeah. As a, as a wee little. As a wee little boy. As a wee little boy. As a wee little boy. <laughs> but did he ever show up unexpectedly and you were like, no. shit? No, like he would, he went, I think he came to a couple of like basketball games, but really wasn't there. Uh, he never really showed up. See, because he didn't come back in my life until later. How, he, old, how old exactly were you? Mm, Do you remember? When he kind of came back a little bit more was like 15, 15, 16. Okay. And then he did go, he went to my graduation high school. He went to my high school graduation, and he showed up. Uh, he didn't go to it. He showed up late because he showed up late to everything. So he showed up, like, after after graduation, we're, like, eating at my house. And he just shows up, and then he just, like, he's like, I got something. And he just hands me, like, $1,000 in cash. But, <laughs> like, no he hands out a wad and he's just like, one hundred, two, three, <laughs> four, five. here you go. And he's like, I got to go. And just left, basically. That is amazing, Jonah. Yeah. One, my dad promised me $1,000 on my high school graduation. Shut. Did he give it to you? Well, he died. Oh. <laughs> but That's th- why he died. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's like, like, I can't pay this like, debt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let down my daughter so he killed I'm himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? No, that was definitely he's like, not I not I cannot. I cannot let down my daughter. What I say I do, I promise. So <laughs> I'll just kill myself. I'll just jump off this cliff yeah. in Flatland, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder if that's like a dad thing. Like, I recognize this accomplishment. I want to give you props. Like, I don't know my feelings. Yeah. I don't want to talk about feelings. Yeah. But here's this chunk of cash. Yeah. Proud of you, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to give you this money instead and then go away. Yeah, I think he's just like, yeah, you did something. Here you go. I got to go. It's like, yeah. thanks, dad. And then Do you remember what you bought with that $1,000? I bought a, a $1,000 uh, audio onkyo receiver. Denon receiver. 
What a nerd! I know. So I was working at Best Buy, and I was like, I'm going to buy a 6.1 DTS ES receiver. Wow. Yeah, it was so dumb of me. Cause what I, did you do with it? I, listen, I listened to movies. <laughs> I was just like, it's pretty cool, right? You're like, wow, Dawson's Creek sounds dope. No, eh? I wasn't in a Dawson's at the time. No, I'm sorry. I always, I always think bring you're... bring that up. I'm sorry. I don't want you to get emotional. I, I think, think you're emotional. I experience it with everybody else. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So your dad gave you $1,000. My dad, was education pretty important to your dad? Or did you? Yeah. Yeah. But he was like hard on me. So like I, I didn't do well in high school because I just like I hated it. And uh, I just wanted to work instead. So I would work. I would like skip school sometimes to go go to work. Yeah. This is like awkward and weird. And um, did you have like like an option to do that at your school? Like we had like well, a tech. I ended up going to alternative school. OK. My last semester. So uh, your senior year. My senior year. Because I had such a bad attendance record. I think it was like the worst they've ever seen, but I was—they were like afraid that I was like a, a drug addict or whatever. But I just was like, oh, I just get tired. I don't want to go to school. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, now can we talk about? Do you yeah. are you diagnosed or not diagnosed with ADHD? Or are you not? I didn't know this. Do you think I have ADHD? I thought we had this conversation before. No. Oh, I thought we had this conversation before. You're like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I have it. I'm sure I do. So you've never been diagnosed. So it wasn't in no. high school. People were like. Yeah, we're no. gonna sit down because maybe he has this. I was never diagnosed with anything either. I just couldn't I study in something I wasn't into. Gotcha. gotcha. Like I'm so focused right now on the things that I do, but like I, I just couldn't care. I don't care about the biology, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I started working, and I just really liked working, and I was succeeding. You know, for my age, I was succeeding in things I was doing. So I just wanted to focus on that. Yeah. So you wanted to do the things that you were really crushing. Plus, I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. So I didn't want to go to high school. It just reminded me of how alone I felt. But then mm-hmm. I had so many friends outside of high school yeah. that went to different schools that then I, you know, I just wanted to be around that. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they, what happened when they sat you but down? I, that's not cool. It hurt my feelings, and I was really sad. No, I mean, I, I, I guess when I say cool, I mean like I get that. That makes sense to me. Do you get it? Because did you experience that? I don't think you really. Well, if I, I just did was being defensive towards everything. <laughs> I, I really. By, by the way, I really did thought we had that conversation about ADHD. Maybe we did. I don't know. At Wishbone, not to like. Oh, I thought we did. No, I never got diagnosed. I'm no. sure I do. We all do. I know. We're all we're all on some kind of spectrum, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. everyone's listening. It's like I know. I have to. <laughs> like I have to jump I have ahead. To memento this whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So your dad was was into education. So what happened when he found out that you had to like switch schools? Did he have anything to say I, about that? I don't that? know about that. I never talked to him about that. But when I went to college, he was kind of helping me out with yeah. college, which was really great. But then he just expected me to just get straight A's. Mm-hmm. But I was doing better in college than I was in high school. And then he just was like, uh, you know, you're an investment. Right now I'm not getting the return on my investment that I need. Oh, and I was no. like, hey, thanks. I appreciate that. Thanks, Dad. And then he just was like, he didn't know how to, he didn't know how to like be a dad. He just, his dad was so hard on him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think he just like, that's his only response was just to be, eventually he would get so fucked up uh in his brain that he just kind of like he lost that a little bit which was a good thing was which was a good thing about him being a drug addict because he, he would, would kind of like yeah he, he would ease up you mean yeah he just somehow i don't know if it was with age i'm assuming it was just the other thing but yeah he eased up a little bit with it yeah so you found that like in college when your dad was like supporting you a little bit or helping you out yeah he did want more control in your life yeah well i think he just like he nothing was ever good enough Again, like he just looked at it as like a, as an investment, not mm-hmm. like uh, look at you, you're actually doing something. It was just he never finished college, you yeah. know. But he like when he went to jail, he just he studied a lot, so he thought he was like this educated man. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He's like, where'd you go? Did you go to Ivy League school? He's like similar as Latuna for four, <laughs> for five years. Oh, five years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's there for a while. 
My first, that's when I came back in my life is I visited my dad in jail. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So the first, so you visited him. I visited him. Gotcha. We did a trip to New Mexico because my family's from there. And then my mom and I, we drove around and then we visited my dad in Latuna. And then he came out in orange and he was all cuffed up because he was in the hole because they found a map in his locker. And they thought that he was trying to, ex- he was thinking about escaping. Oh, man. But he was like, I was just trying to show my dad the place. <laughs> like, the place? And then he only had, like, a couple months left or whatever. But he gotcha. liked, he, but he just watched Shawshank, so he was just like, yeah, get me the fuck out of here. He's like, did you bring a poster? Yeah, yeah. I've got a <laughs> yeah. little shovel. Yeah, he's really weird. And it was just Roger Rabbit. Instead, he goes, this isn't the right one. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit, though, still a babe. Yeah. Come on. He oh, like, so they, like, hugged me with his cuffs over fucking hell jonah yeah what a then he hugged image. my mom and my mom told me that he pinched her boob oh jeez. yeah like, hey lady what's up what up girl that's no. how you do that bop, you know bop, what bop, that bop, is bop, not posh yeah that's not posh <laughs> that is scary <laughs> this is totally a spice girl theme podcast <laughs> oh, i don't know golly. it just made me feel like a little baby at the time <laughs> oh i don't know anymore sporty well i was feel real sporty, sporty. Oh gosh, this is the worst. No, yeah, whatever. I can't remember. But um, then I then he took me out to the, the yard and uh, you can he, go on the yard. See, well, like a, there's like a, a a common area that's outside. I've only been to small time jail. Well, it was like a, it is a it was a prison, but it was like small time prison. It wasn't like I guess he like he got caught with some type of drugs that they thought he was going to sell it in a handgun or something. And he's been in jail a lot. And he uh, uh, he was like, hey, I got you something. I, I'm sneaking you something. And I was like, okay, what is this? And he goes, here you go. Take it. And it was just uh, a calculator watch. <laughs> like a Sony? Yeah. Like a, like a, yeah. Like a Casio. Like a Casio. Classic. I was like, cool. He was like, you're welcome. I was like, where was this thing? Where were you hiding this? Oh, you don't want to know. Gross. And then he would send me Marble Cash. Mar- Marlboro? Marble? He sent you Marlboro Cash? Yeah, like, here, get what whatever did, you want. What did you do with it? I bought an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Jonah? This is what I'm learning. You're really making bad moves with these gifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what, what else are you going to get? You get that. You can get a jacket. You can get a cooler, a Marlboro cooler. I'd go cooler. You think so? I don't know. What would you do? Uh, I think cooler. Maybe jacket. Well, jacket's nice. Yeah. I mean, umbrella's practical, Jonah. It's, it is. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you know. Well, now we do jump rope for heart. Did you ever do jump rope for heart? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it was like a, 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 a jump rope thing, and I would uh, go and get, I would go and get, um, you know, like people sponsoring you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was so afraid to gather the money for them that I would make my mom pay all of it, oh, God. just because I wanted the trophy and I wanted all the gifts and I just wanted everything. My yeah. poor mom. Yeah, <laughs> mom just like writing no, checks. No, I'm gonna do it later. What if you just like, you know what? Um, they paid me in Marlboro cash. <laughs> <laughs> Could you donate that? <laughs> you donate it. Yeah, I'm cost. donating five dollars in marble cash for every skip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. So my dad was not in, in, in like very small jails, but I do remember going on a field trip when I was pretty young, and I think I kept like saying out loud, "I'm like, this looks really familiar. Why does this look so familiar? Oh no, I'm having deja vu." And I went home and told my mom. She's like, "Yeah, because you've been in there so many times, and you were little. It probably, you know what I mean. Like, oh, of whoa. course you know what the jail is. Yeah. You've been there before." And they're like, "Kels, Kels." <laughs> I knew you when you were this big. Yeah. Look at you. Do you imagine? That was your dad. <laughs> and then you're like, you go, he's dead. You're like, ah, we figured. <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. We had odds. Odds on that. Oh, man. Oh. You should get in there. You should get comfortable. <laughs> How does that feel? Does it feel Come like on. home? Mm-hmm. 
he's into it. And you're like, it feels like home to me. It feels like home. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you guys can't see what I'm seeing, but to go up notches, Jonah has to move his hand. Yeah, that's pretty. And everyone's great. like, "Did he even go up a notch?" He did. Oh, I did. He did. Yeah, yeah. in his heart and his soul. Oh, um, right. So we've we've had experiences, obviously, with ki- as a as kids. And my dad died when he was 15. Your dad died very recently. When he was 15. When I was 15. Yeah. Oh gosh. I'm 34. My dad just passed away. Um, can we talk about the funeral? Is that cool to talk about? Yeah, but I would do want to say one thing. About public dad, because I like this, because this is I've experienced this a lot too. Oh, you talking about like the many faces of of dad? Yeah, because he never like had these terrible faces. Uh, like he was pretty good at hiding his anger. I guess I don't remember seeing him do anything, but it was more like, yeah, that's my dad. Everyone's like, is he okay? I'm like, he's just fucked up. Like I remember being at Subway and just his teeth falling out. <laughs> And he's just like, oh, Jesus. And he's like putting it in an envelope and put it in his pocket. And you can just see people staring at him. And he just went back to eating his sub. Time out. Are you talking about like, are you talking about his actual teeth his or actual like den- teeth. dentures? No, his actual teeth. Like well, You like, described every nightmare I've ever had. Yeah. Really? So his, f- I have panics about my teeth falling out. So his teeth, one but of his I, tooth. Maybe it was like, um, maybe it was crowns. Okay. Is that a tooth? Yes, yes, yes. It's like a, it's like um, a false tooth that. Yeah, yeah. So his like crowns would in. fall out. Oh gosh! And he just put and it. In sometimes, his sometimes I, I watch him just put it back in. It's stuck. Yeah. I'm like, and he just went on talking like everything's normal. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong with you? I thought it was like, like a tooth just, just fell out. Yeah. Uh, uh, I better go take this to the dentist. Yeah. It's still creepy with it's the crown. It's still pretty creepy, but it's, but it's just all the time. You know why he's just sitting there talking to you? It just like falls out. Oh man. You're like Jesus, Dad. Or like we would go shopping, <laughs> and he was just as like, because he had money too, so he just was like. Wherever he would go, it's just a whirlwind where people would just stare and like, who is this guy? Like, who is this person? I'm like, did, I don't know if I mentioned this on podcast. I did, I think, but like, he got kicked out of the bank for taking too many cookies. Yeah, I did. T- I mentioned that before. I think you mentioned it to me. I remember having this conversation. But let's put it on the microphone. Yeah, just yeah, in case. yeah. Where it was like he was at, at the bank that he banks at, and he was just like putting cookies in his hand, in his pockets, and they're like, "What are you doing, sir?" And then he's like, "Nothing." And they're like, are you taking cookies? He's like, no. But he's like, chocolate over his hands? They're like, you got to go. He's like, what the fuck? They're here for everybody. Like, he's that. And then they're like, thank you for the sir- thank you for your business. Like, because they need his business. But they're yeah. like, what is wrong with this guy? Oh, man. And then, like, we would go. Sh- I worked at, like, Abercrombie and Fisher forever mm-hmm. in college. Not now. And, and No judgments, But, like, Jonah. this is, like, post that. So I'm, like, embarrassed that I worked there. Right? Because there's, like, that stigma on people that work there. And then, of course, we'd go, like, to the mall, and he'd buy all the stuff, but he'd have, like, people helping him, and he just would be, like, in this whirlwind, like, attic phase, you know, like, mm-hmm. where everyone's like, what is going on? And he's just like, I don't know, I have to have my son approve everything. He's been in your business. He's, he, was in, he, was in, uh, he was in clothes forever. He worked at Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> and people just look at me. I go, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this, like, he's this, crazy. Yeah. He's high. This guy not knows. true. Yeah, yeah. It's not true. It's true. Okay, it's not... It, uh, all right, son of a bitch. <laughs> but he was like proud of it. And he's yeah. trying to like brag, but you're like, that's not the thing to brag about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's like one of those things too where I feel like uh, addicts or just dads in general and parents in general really want to be proud and like do like, it in the most embarrassing way. Most embarrassing way. ways. And I think it's universal. Then you add an, like the fact that like he's drunk or he's right. high as shit at the right. time and they're already talking about him. Yeah, yeah. You're like, It's Jesus. like embarrassing and then you just knock it up a thousand percent. Thousand, like he would go... <laughs> He would go to, uh, um, uh, what is the, what's the Australian steak place? Outback. He'd go to Outback Steakhouse. Okay, just Outback Steakhouse, right? Mm-hmm. But he would think, he likes to act like he's real classy. So like, or, 
or what? Posh. Oh, posh. Oh, you're just being scary right now. <laughs> so no, he's you're that outback. You're scaring me. Yo, girl, you're scaring you're me. You're scaring me. <laughs> so yeah, so then the server would come by, and then he's just like, "Yeah, I have a question." He goes, "How's your steak cut today? Is it thick or is it what's the what's the?" And the guy's like, I don't, "I don't know. I don't know." It's from the freezer. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, uh, "Last time I had the lamb here, it was about uh, two inches thick. Is it is it the same? How do you guys cut that today? How's your how's your like how's your chef cutting it today? Like all this." And the guy's like. I, I have to study for a test. I don't know. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, like, I don't, Dad, just order something. He goes, no, I need to know what it is today because every day has been something different. It's just like, nobody fucking knows your damn answers. And he's like, I'll take, a, I'll take a vodka, water back. What kind of vodka do you have? He's just like, I, I don't know, white vodka? <laughs> the clear yeah. kind. He's like, Stoli, you have Stolovich? And then he would like fucking tell, tell the poor server a 40-minute story about why it's the best vodka. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't even know. I'm 20. I don't know anything about this stuff. Like this guy better tip big for me to handle yeah. all this bullshit. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times we walked into a a, a restaurant at like 11 p.m. where there's closing down. He's just like, "Can, uh, can we do service?" And he's, they roll their eyes and they're like, "Fine." This guy. Can you be quick? He's like, "Of course I'll be quick." And he's like, "See how he goes? Uh, they're very nice here. They let me stay here as late as I want." I go, "They just rolled their <laughs> eyes and said fine. They didn't say yes, oh, Mr. Man. Jerkins. Let's do it." The amount of like, so you're saying there's a lot of like denial. Yeah. Yeah. One time I was at a party. Did I say this? I was at a party and like when I was 20 and this girl was like, uh, we were like talking and she's like, you look familiar to me. And I was like, I don't know. You know, I work here and all this stuff. And she goes, no, that's not what it is. I go, where do you go to school? She goes, Madison. She goes, what's your last name? And I go, Jerkins. And she goes, is your dad Jeff? Oh no. And I go, oh Jesus. <laughs> yes. Jeff Jerkins and he goes she goes he comes to our restaurant all the time and then he's just like this guy is I remember you being there with him once and then she goes he's always trying to like get us girls to go on a trip with him and he's always like I'll take care of everything for it don't worry about it like you're all taken care of like just creepy shit yeah and you're like that's my dad <laughs> No. What a silly goose, what a goof, huh? Like, oh, he's just just harassing you, no bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask you this question? Is it weird? So here's the thing: like, I I am a lady, and I had a dad who was funky. But you're a male, yeah, right? Yeah. Did you feel like I know that you didn't? I, we've talked about this before. I know you didn't grow up with your dad, but do you feel like that weird pressure of like I'm gonna be like my dad? Because uh, I, I have that, even just being like the you, oldest. Like you're afraid you're gonna turn into that. Yeah. Yeah. Like or like there was an expectation of like I. It was very clear to me like I should have been a boy. I was the oldest. Oh. Like follow the father's footsteps. But I do have this thing like I'm a little afraid that you're gonna turn. That into I'm that. gonna turn to that. Do you do you do that or do you look at it as uh, a blueprint of what not to be? You know, I feel like. Because I had addiction problems as well, you know, yeah. like like I was I was going down a path for sure that yeah. was not great. And I think because I was able to tap into the to the stuff that, that I didn't want to be, yeah. I was able to like get get back together, like go to some meetings and figure some shit out, okay. you know. But there was still a thing where like I was like I'm doomed, I'm doomed to be this person. Really? Like, and, and my dad died when he was forty, and I'm getting there. I'm yeah. not there just yet. No. But it's like an age where I'm like. Okay, I didn't turn into my dad. I like talked to people. I I found a way out. But what if I'm still doing? Like, am I gonna have the same fate? Yeah, uh, that's, that's a great question. Yeah, am I gonna have the same fate? Yeah, you just Kelsey'd you, me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I Kelsey the shit out of you. <laughs> Holy shit! When I re-listen to things and I go, Jesus, Joan, you're the dumbest person. 
stop beating yeah. yourself up. You go, uh, yeah, yeah. But that's it. Like, do you feel like, do you ever have no, that feeling? No, I don't. I don't know. I was, but I think the difference is you weren't so removed and I was. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I feel most for you is that you never had a chance to like look from the outside in because you were in the, the inside. I always was able to look from the outside in because, well, one, because my mom was so honest with me about everything up front. And then my mom wasn't like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So then I would have these, and my dad wasn't really there during those important years where I would probably feel that way, you know? He came later when I was already starting to become my own person. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a good thing, I yeah. guess, you know? So, so you felt separated from, you didn't feel like that was your destiny or anything like that yeah. because it wasn't, it wasn't introduced to you until later in life. Yeah, and I think I'm so stubborn that like, when I was in middle school, I don't know how it got brought up, but like my guidance counselor like found out about my parents' past, and parents' past. That's a fun parents' past. Parents that's kind of fun. And he uh, he had me, he like sent me in, and then he just told me that like I'm gonna be an addict growing up, like I, that I and I need to start going to these AA type classes mm-hmm. right away. Like he like literally was like, you have a 98 percent chance. This is your future. This is what you're going to be. So you need to start going to these things. And I instantly was like, don't fucking tell me what I'm going to be and he do. Gattaca, you. He get Yeah, he, he did get it of me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get it of me. Yeah. So I mean, then I think it was just like, no, I don't know. I instantly was like that. Because I, I, were you partying and it went too much or were you self-medicating? Um, I think it was a little of, uh, I think it was just partying. Yeah. I think. Yeah, just I really, got out I really of, did. Out of hand. And it just became habitual, and it just became. And I did have like a period of like super, super sadness, but I've never been like, I, I was, I, I've never been clinically, I've never been clinically depressed. Like I have okay. to say that right now. Like I have that thing in my brain where I do because I do feel like people are like, oh, I'm depressed. It's like yeah. well, you're not depressed. Yeah, you're yeah. sad. Right. Like it's kind of insulting to people with depression. Yeah. Like I have that thing in my brain that like snaps me out. So I, it was not self-medicating. Okay. I was just going through some stuff, and I wasn't like. Dealing with my feelings. I was like suppressing, suppressing, suppressing. Uh, and then I was like a super fun time, in my opinion. Yeah. So just kept going, kept going, kept getting crazy. And then I just couldn't stop. And then I was doing it by myself. And you doing it by yourself. Okay. Yeah. And then I was waking up and losing time in bathtubs. You know, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought I was charming. Like, oh, but I'm missing part of my life. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that just kept happening and kept happening. And uh, and then I had people in my life that were like, hey, do you notice that these that this is bonkers? And you're like, who the fuck do you think you are talking <laughs> like that? So it is defensive. Yeah. But then I had this, this real, I do remember this moment. I was like walking around, and here's the thing. I like to walk around in cemeteries, not because I'm weird, but because it's quiet. And in a city, that's like the it's like quiet. Yeah. And they were supposed to be made as parks, so I'm not weird. That's what they were originally created. Anyway, no big deal. Okay. I'm going to let you know right now, if you have to defend something <laughs> so much, well, you understand how creepy that is. Well, because people have been like, what? You walk around a cemetery, you're the grossest. I'm like, it's you, you, quiet yeah, in there. It's, it's like, I'm not looking to get laid. Like, <laughs> like I'm not there. Or like digging up bodies. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I'm walking around. And they're really nice. What if you did that? You go, where do you think I found this watch? <laughs> it's a Casio. <laughs> I go, that's my dad's watch. <laughs> no, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so I walk around. I remember walking around in a cemetery and thinking like, okay, you have a choice. You can choose to you can choose people who love you uh-huh. or you can choose to be your dad yeah and die you know like you can choose it yeah and i just chose the other that's what happened i was walking around i'm like i'm gonna choose people because i really do wish you would have chose people my were dad. you walking around like in the same cemetery your dad was buried in mm. okay i don't know i was here in chicago i was walking around here in chicago oh yeah just admiring other dead people yeah i'm like yeah. oh yeah, of course dead 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 there's a bunch of dead dads around here i understand all you guys' feelings <laughs> yeah Oh, 
but I do. Um, and I just decided. So I do think growing up with my dad, although you know it, it was sure a real tricky situation, in learning you know, like what not to, what what not to be or how it turns out or when the party ends, what it really looks like. Right. That that was very um, important for me to learn. That's the one thing I never understood about drug addicts. Alcohol I get because there are people that uh, enjoy it and it doesn't really turn into the evil, you know? Mm-hmm. But I never understood, like, with heroin addicts or crack addicts or any of that stuff, it's just like, have you ever seen a good ending to that? Yeah. So, like, why start it? I never, like, I don't know of anyone that's ever been like, I'm just casually doing heroin. Sure. It ain't none. Right. It's just like, why? I don't understand, like, I just never understood that. But also, I've never done it, you know? Yeah. But it just seems like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, have you ever ran into a fire before? Like, <laughs> really hurts. Did you ever think about that? It's like, we just like, yeah. yeah. Like, we know it's not going to end well. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. end well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I, yeah. wonder if I almost just... drowned the other day because I put bricks in my pockets and I just jumped in the water. Did not turn out yeah. well for me. You didn't see the end game there? No. Yeah. But I think probably when you're in it, I don't think, I could be wrong here because I don't know, but I don't think you start thinking you're going to, thinking of the end. Yeah. I don't, because I think if you thought of the end, like you're saying, it wouldn't be a good time. Yeah. You know? But it just seems weird to me where it's just like, when you think of heroin addicts, you don't think of like fun partiers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like fun fun guys. <laughs> this is the, you just think addicts I, a real fun guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real fun guy. <laughs> well, what a hoot this fellow yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, he's a real fun guy. That guy's a mushroom. <laughs> I, uh, I think too, it's like, you know, the, it, I'm sure that everybody's journey or whatever is the same, but I'm sure you're in pain. Like yeah. some kind of emotional, yeah. physical that pain. I think that was my dad's issue. Yeah, he was in pain, right? He was in pain. And so he wanted to alleviate the pain. And it sounded like your dad was too. Yeah, he, ha- he had a lot of issues, for sure. That, And I also think, and I, I know, oh, oh, talking about gender, real shocker, but I feel like dudes are not allowed to express their shit. Right. So they will find a way to express it. And a lot of the times, it's uh, through drugs and alcohol. Yeah, and I think they're very extremely emotional. Yeah, because you're a human part. goddamn being. Yeah. So you have emotions. Yeah. Like, and the fact that you just like shove it down. Like you were talking about maybe like your grandpa being like pretty hard on him. Seems mm-hmm. like, you know, like this is the way you are. This is how you're a man in America. And I'm sure that that fucked your dad up a little bit. For now, sure. And I'm not like people are like, oh, everybody makes excuses for addicts. But you're not. Something happens, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Something happens for you to, to, to drink yourself to like you lose your family. Yeah. Something happens when you start doing heroin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's a, and that's the thing too. I think he was just so hard on him that my dad had like was he had really bad self esteem issues in a lot of ways. So I think it, he just like never felt that he was like he was worth being clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he just like uh, I think he just liked the feeling of being able to like escape. And then eventually, like when you're doing it for fifty years, like do yeah. you know who you are? If you're doing heroin for three fourths of your life. Like, do you even know what you used to be anymore? Right. You don't, you know. Now, right. I mean, it does fuck up the, the your actual the the your actual chemistry, your brain. Mm-hmm. So you are not that same person, just the way it works. Right. But also, like, do you even know how to f- be? You know what I mean? Right. That's, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, it is. It right. We should start getting fucked up right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like feelings are gross. So do you, do you feel like you were an addict, or do you feel like you were you were just you were doing things into a excess i think that i um hollywood excess hollywood <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. i don't know sorry that, I, I take that back um i think that if i wouldn't have stopped at the time 
here's the thing. I don't have like a great rock bottom story. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I say this in stand up. Like I don't feel like I'm necessarily in the club because I stopped myself before it got too crazy. Yeah. But I definitely made terrible decisions. I was definitely a different person. Yeah. Um, when I drank, I drank punching holes in walls. Yeah. I mean, really? I, I was not. I was a nutter, Whoa. man. Yeah. My dad actually did punch holes in walls. My Christmas. My dad did too, I think. He threw my uncle's head through a wall at Christmas. Jesus. Yeah. And then. Like my he ripped it off and threw it through a. Yeah, no, it wasn't like a decapitated. <laughs> this is like Game of Thrones. <laughs> he shoved his head through a drywall and then my grandpa came in dressed up as Santa Claus and they fought. It was just a crazy. <laughs> oh my God. You saw Santa Claus beat up <laughs> your family? <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I got, I, 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 I guess the question is yes. Now. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. question is yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily like, uh, live the program yeah. either. So I feel like I'm living like this, this world where I'm like, I call myself an addict. Uh, oh, I call myself an alcoholic because okay. I think I can't, I, I haven't had a drink in like 13 years because wow. I'm not going down that path. Yeah. I'm not doing so it. So do you think labeling yourself as that, even though maybe you weren't exactly that, do you think that is what scares you away from maybe becoming that. Maybe. I also think, I don't understand why there's there's like these rules. And maybe because I don't go to meetings enough like I should. Like, I don't understand like how you can and you can't, you should call yourself it, but then you're not considered it. You know what I mean? Like I had a problem with alcohol Yeah. and it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, And I am not going to do that again. Yeah. Um, So yeah, Yeah. I think I'm an alcoholic. And the thing that's weird about you me, though, smell like one. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the thing that's weird about me is like I, I don't have that. Like I feel like I could eat, I could drink anytime I want. Yeah. And that helps me. Isn't that weird? Like I know it's like a day every day at a time, but I'm yeah. like, no, nah, I don't know if I'm gonna be like this forever. There's like a freedom or something in it where yeah, I know like if you want to start, you can. I can do you it. Just don't want to anymore. But I just don't want to. Yeah. Ah, but I know I because I do talk to a lot of people who are going to meetings who are very like you know, uh-huh. um, working the program, and they definitely have a different attitude than I. About so them. I feel like you're looking at it more like a choice. Like I just don't want to drink instead of like. Um, I want to live. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, and I do think that's pretty dramatic. Yeah. But I like I know because here's another thing. I have philosophy in life. I feel like everybody has a light and a dark inside you. Yeah. Always, and it's just there. It's just how we are as human beings. Yeah. And there is a, uh, for lack of a better term, a Larry Dale. That's my dad's name, in me, and it comes out, and I know it could take over if I let it. Yeah. For fucking sure because i've seen it happen really yeah i felt it happen yeah see i don't feel that with my my dad and me i don't feel that i don't know if i'm just like naive to it also larry dale huff mm-hmm. that is the most obvious small town alcoholic name i've ever heard <laughs> you know what beats it life. you know what beats it tim riggins oh yeah tim riggins friday night lights that that name tim riggins is like that is a small town i think like billy name. riggins that's his brother. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Even more. Yeah, even more. Yeah. Come on, Billy. Yeah. Come on, Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reagan's Riggs. <laughs> Reagan's Riggs. Making memories, man. Yeah, yeah. Making memories. Text forever. <laughs> Devil Town. That's yeah. what that is. Um, good song. Uh, yeah. They yeah. say Devil Town a lot in that song. They, yeah. That's so, so what it's called. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but uh, the funeral stuff. Like, can't buy me love. I think they say that too much in that song. I'm, say- I'm pretty sure... You know, that would be a crazy drinking game. Let's not do it. What song do you think that the chorus is sung the most in? Happy birthday. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Why are Did you I so win? quick at that? Did I win? What are you, so host something? <laughs> what is going on? Was that a trivia game I just won? I think you did. Oh, uh, you don't even know the answer, do you? No, I didn't. I just but But that, I you know what I did? I, don't I like sold that with confidence. So quickly. So quickly. <laughs> if I was a white boy at a talent show, yeah. I'd hate myself right now. Yeah. 
Ask me that question. Hey, uh, what's a, a song ha- who says, I don't even know the question, says c- the chorus the most in the chorus? That's not right. Uh, um, uh, bye, bye, bye? Oh, that's a pretty good one. Oh, uh, I was hoping you'd be like, no, Jonah. I would never crush your dreams, Jonah. No. Never. Mm, no. No. Well, Jonah, we've talked about some dead dad stuff and some high school stuff. I like that this is where it turned. We took our talent show into dad stuff yeah, so seamlessly. You did a perfect transition. Oh, man. I like that you're giving me the credit. You We're did. in this together, No, because you did it, and I was like, I know exactly what you're doing and where you're going with it. <laughs> and I praise you. Oh, praise me. Uh, yes? Kelsey I'm just pointing at you. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to end the podcast right now. No, I'm trying to see... If we can talk about funeral, we said we told people yeah. we talk about yeah, funerals. We can tell, yeah, Let's we do got, it. Yeah, about a half hour left. Okay. At the so, most. funeral and times. And then we go on to part three. Part three, yeah. which is life after the funeral. Would that be fun if we were like, uh, okay, we are at uh, the one-off part eighty-six? <laughs> people are like, what? There's like four bachelors and bachelorettes yeah, have yeah, gone yeah. by. We'll get to it. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Would that be funny? We did the whole thing, and then at the end, we're like. Um, Sarah got eliminated. Anyway, so anyway, back um, to us. Back to us. <laughs> Look at our life. Look how much our struggles. Look how much we inspire. <laughs> no. Well, you know, we didn't say this at the top, but I'm sure people know this already. Like the reason we're talking about this is because this happened whilst we were doing yeah. season 21. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it's on the noodle. Yeah. Man, on the noodle. My dad that I considered dead to me finally fulfilled that. That wasn't as funny as I thought. Dramatic. It was be. That's the one thing. That's the thing that I'm dealing with right now. Because I, I want to talk about your dad's funeral too. Because I'm I'm excited. Pre, performer Kelsey dealing mm-hmm. with it. Because I feel like posts would be maybe handle it better. Maybe I mean I was pretty young, right? You're you're 15. So right? when you met your dad, yeah, is when my dad died. My what if your I was dad 15. actually ended up being my dad? That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, what if? <laughs> In some sort of weird Freaky Friday reincarnated yeah. situation. Yeah. Where, uh, I, I don't know. That, that would make some sense, though, because we have definitely the same coping mechanisms. Yeah, and he would say a lot, like, if we wanted to do something, he goes, let's huff it up. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Scary, right? Scary, not posh. <laughs> Um, so you would say, so wait, we, we, we want to talk about funeral, but you, it feels like you want to talk about something else first. No, I want to talk Perform- about funeral, but I think the thing is, is like, that's the one thing... To me, uh, I don't know if I'm making it more awkward for people, but or whatever. It's like, yeah, let's we did talk about this last in part one, but like it's been so expected for this to happen to me that I've just emotionally have gotten myself ready for it for years. Mm. Like I remember when I was fifth, sixteen or seventeen, I was at work and I was being cocky about talking shit about my dad. Right. And then I said, I wouldn't care if he died. Like, I just I don't care. I don't give a shit about I was like, I think I was like 15 and angry at my dad, you mm-hmm. know, and not not accepting who he was. And then understanding that that was just a part of his life that he didn't want either because nobody wants to be that. You know what I mean? So um, that night I got a phone call from my mom saying your dad's really sick. You're probably going to lose him tonight. Yeah. The day I said that my dad almost died. Yeah. Is that crazy? It happened to me, too. Really? So crazy. Really? Yeah. It, it had a situation. I was talking um, in school. Remember we talked about the conversation that well, we got the phone call down. Yeah. I was saying, actually, I was saying positive things about my dad. So a little bit differently. Okay. And I never say positive things about my dad. Ever. Yeah. And then I got the call. It was like, it was like something in the ether. Yeah. Something in the world. So how did you feel about it when you're like, did you feel responsible just for saying that? No. I, I just dealt with it. 
I always just deal with things. I, uh, but how, how do you deal with it? Like, what's your know. first I, feeling? I, I moved so long, so many times in the beginning of my life. And I've been through, like, divorced dads and all this shit and so many groups of friends and all that. I think I've just dealt with that change always happens and things aren't forever. Oh, I see. Okay, that Maybe. makes sense. Yeah. So I think that was a thing. And then, um, like, when that happened, I was 15 – it was just, okay, I'll see my dad. And I think I was just confident things will work out, mm-hmm. right? But I think that's – maybe it was one of those things where it's like I said that thing and now I have to, like, back up what I said. Like, I can't care, maybe. Oh. Do you know I, what I mean? Like, I said something and now I have to, now I have to like, follow what I said. So you, you have to believe it because you said it out loud yeah, to someone. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't think about that till just a second. Mm-hmm. But – you know, it wasn't every year, but it was like probably 10 more times since I was 15. I've had to deal with you're probably going to lose your dad. Mm-hmm. So you need to like, you know, just to let you know he's getting he, I mean, he's been in like I mean, that dude's been in like 10 motorcycle accidents. Like most people don't live through their first one. You know what I mean? He overdoses like even my mom, even when they were first dating. Like, I mean, that guy overdosed so many times and he gets sick and then all this shit happens. You know, it's just like. It was like he got cancer, and all of a sudden he just doesn't have cancer. Like it's insane, like how much he um, he he's like just survived. You mm-hmm. know, with that the biggest joke with all of us was just like that dude's never gonna die. He's gonna outlive. He's gonna outlive all of us. So <laughs> yeah. we we're like, he's gonna be. A, he's immortal. You know, just because we've seen him <laughs> yeah. go through everything. You know, so but so then I guess when he died, it was finally like, oh, it just came. It just finally caught up to him. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So do you think that like you saying it? Do you? That's so interesting. Like I said, I didn't care, so now I have to. Now that you're older than fifteen, yeah. Do you feel like that that influenced you, or do you feel like no? I understand that I can have this feeling about him, but then also have this feeling about him. Yeah, because not I, be it, so like black and white about it, or or whatever that phrase is. I think for. it turned into like a hate comment. You know, like I don't give a shit if he dies. You know, fuck the guy. To to like, he's gonna die, so that is eventual. Which it is with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Which we're not going to talk about that. I know Jonah doesn't like talking no, about. I'm only talking d- about that because yep, you yep. and I, for some reason, we found out a way to live forever. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but um, we did. I yeah, mean, yes, 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 we don't did. Question that. Nope. Yep. Jonah Please, doesn't for like love it. of God, don't say that. And uh, oh, so I think I think it's just like I knew that that was going to happen. I knew with my dad it was going to happen sooner than later. So like, why don't I appreciate him for who he is and what he is, and try to look away from the all the things that made him the worst person ever yeah it's interesting though like, i really like that philosophy i mean to be like okay i, I did re- change people's lives at the funeral with my speech i know we're gonna my get to mom that. has gotten a few phone calls i love it but that idea that you like uh at a really young age my dad wasn't in my life and now he is and people keep telling me he's gonna die yeah. so i'm gonna appreciate the time i have with him and the man I want to see, yeah, the goodness I want to see, because yeah. he could be gone at any time, yeah. And, and that I think is amazing. Yeah. I feel like to to be able to get to that yeah. point. You're right. I'm pretty woke. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jonah's new favorite word. Everybody, <laughs> he loves I'd, to text it. I, but my this is the ability my dad because you got to admit he's an addict and he's been an addict for 50 years. So he's so good at manipulating people, and he's just he's unbelievable at it. 
So do you feel that he manipulated you to that thought? Or no, I don't think he manipulated me to that thought, but I do know the times that I've, I've been so fed up with dealing with addict Jeff, not mm-hmm. my dad, like dealing with addict Jeff and all this shit that where I'm just like, fuck him. I'm done with this shit. Like, I, I mean, I have since then, I have definitely said the words like just fucking finish what you're doing. Like just you're gonna you're killing yourself. Just fucking do it, you know. Finally, and get the, get out of all of our lives. I'm so sick of dealing with this, right? Mm-hmm. And that came from hate, and that came from frustrations with months and months of dealing with this man who would promise things and and just like just I mean like I've lived in Chicago nine years. He visited me once when I first moved down down here, but then every month he was giving me shit for not seeing him enough. And it's just like you haven't fucking even you don't even you don't even met my girlfriend. You even know I had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I would tell him and then he would forget, right? So I would get to these points where I'm like, "Fuck that dude, I'm done with it." But then exactly around that time, he just we would have a really good father son moment every time, yeah. and it would just be like, "Ah, oh, Jeff, you're silly. Look at this guy. This guy's so silly." You know what I mean? Yeah. So he just his timing on that i don't know if it was manipulation or whatever your eyes are welting up and is it because i'm saying something really that's hitting you no are they oh i was making me feel really good about myself oh, <laughs> oh you're trying to make me cry is that no i just, I just it looks like your eyes are welting oh. and i was like this is not the time for you to do that but okay <laughs> oh no i've steeled myself my feelings are down i just don't know if i was hitting on a nerve or something and um <laughs> Joni don't worry to... i'll make it awkward okay, constantly good, good, um, good. and then uh yeah i don't know i just think like he was good at that you know and but then there were moments where we would just have this like just great talk mm-hmm. and but he would stop being this addict and just be jeff and jeff was so charming my dad would just stop being jeff the addict and start just being my dad and my dad was extremely charming like there's been so many times where i'm like with girlfriends i've been like or friends i've been like like you gotta work, watch out for this guy it's gonna be terrible you're gonna hate it but just under, you got to be very patient. And then he would just be like in charm mode. Yeah. And then they're like, I love it. He's great. And it's just like, he's not fucking great. Okay. <laughs> well, Did you hate that? When you're another like, frustrating thing where you're yeah, like preparing no. people for yeah. the worst and he's the best. You're like, be, be no. the thing I know you are. You don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, dad? Why can't you be like this all the time? So you could just choose to be like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. It's just like, ugh, every time. So frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, I, I I appreciate that that mentality that you have. Like you're able to sort of have these great moments. I feel like I wasn't able to have those until my dad died, and I had like time to heal. Yeah. And so, and he wasn't involved in that process, yeah. you know, because like once somebody who's a, a bad relationship that you have, like once they go away, there there's only a finite number of mistakes they can make. Mm-hmm. They're done making yeah. them. And so I had all this time to really then be like, okay, wait a second. Instead of thinking about all these things that really hurt me or whatever, look at all. Do you remember these things? What about these things? Yeah. But I wasn't able to do that when he was in my life. I think I was I think, trying to survive, number yeah, one. Like, yeah. uh, it's really hard to sort of take yourself out of it when you're like hiding under beds and shit. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, it's hard. It's hard to have that separation. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm not grateful that he died, but I am grateful that I had this time and that I went to therapy, all these things that were very yeah. helpful. To be able to get to the point that you are, that you got to. Yeah. Which is which is great. But I think that the biggest difference between us is that, like, my dad had that anger in him, especially when he was drinking. And he's definitely been violent. But he's never was violent at me, to my knowledge yeah. and to my memory, right? So it was always towards something else. And I think the opposite is, is with you, because it was at times targeted at you or your siblings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't want to talk about that, I understand. Oh, no, no, no. Um, no it's okay. 
So it's my just, mom. I think because we, we talked about this a little bit, like but yeah. she definitely got the brunt of it. Yeah, and strangers. And I never really got to <laughs> see that. So it was just like I saw his temper temperament, and I saw how he would talk to people, uh, like his wife and stuff, or inanimate objects. Isn't I felt bad for those people. <laughs> those inanimate. I've never like, heard. So sorry, I've never spoon. heard the c word scream so much at a TV or remote control before in my life. <laughs> It was but like that's like some tense shit, right? It was just like, you fucking cunt, fuck you, motherfucker, fuck. Like I'm like You're I was like, saying with him once, and I was like, what is going on? I look over, and he's just screaming at the TV, like oh, no. intense. Where I was like, okay, we need to do something, right? I, do I need to call the police for this? You know, like you need it. I like like yeah. He walked away, and I was like talking to the, the TV. He's like, you need to get a restraining order. <laughs> no. Okay. And was he watching The fault? Bachelor? Because yeah. I understand. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, w- I would never say the c word, but I would be yelling at yeah, the bachelor. Yeah, he he used that thing like it was. It was just not like a word. Na- nature. Yeah, yeah, it was like the. Yeah. He just used it as a pronoun. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just slide it anywhere. I mean, it's so much Is that my English? restless stepmom uses it all the time. Oh really? She no. just thinks it's part of the English vernacular. Oh my god, she's <laughs> called my mom that so oh, many times. Oh, our, ouch. Yeah. That's harsh. And she just thinks it's normal. But the uh, uh, where were we going with that? The violence. Uh, oh, yeah. And the, the way that, like, you sort of had this really sort of great epiphany about separating the dad from the addict. But it was and, always and outside for me, and it was always inside for you. Yeah, I mean, I think that's maybe that's what, why it took me longer or whatever. You know, we I think we got to similar end games. Yeah. But we definitely took a different path. Yeah. You know, we definitely, uh, we had a, yeah, a different, a different roundabout to Yeah, like, there. I wonder if you escaped here, and then he's kept, the, and he ended up living longer, and then... Then you would only have to deal with him in moments of your life instead of all of your life. I wonder how that would have changed. Yeah, you. I don't know. The other thing about it is, you know, I told my dad was really into education, right? He was the only one of his siblings to graduate high school, and, yeah. and it, was, it was like he said, "I would give you a thousand dollars." I, I'm very, I'm not grateful that he died. This sounds terrible, but I would not have been able to go to school. Yeah, I had some like he had a little bit of social security money, like the government money. Yeah, and I was able to go, and I, I mean, I still had to work. It didn't pay for everything. Yeah, but I would not have been able to take this path to escape. Yeah, in th- in this quick fashion. Do you think if he stayed alive, it would not have happened for me? I would have to um, save a lot more more money. I would have had to go. I worked in a factory for a while to save money to go to to go to school. Um, but uh, what are you laughing at me for? I'm picturing you in a factory working. Oh man, I was crushing. Are you kidding me on that yeah. paint line? Yeah. <laughs> fuck out of town um but i i definitely wouldn't have gotten to where i got as quickly as i did if i didn't have that do you think in some morbid way that that was your dad apologizing to you i mean there is and i think we talked about this before this like death of a salesman like i am worthless to my family yeah and he did have a very romantic notion about him being like not worthy yeah you know i feel like there is that that death wish for addicts of like i don't even belong here Yeah, yeah um and so it is a little death of a salesman like you're, here you go. I, w- I couldn't have helped in life. Yeah. Look what I've done now. Yeah. It's like, well, you could have helped in life if yeah, you just yeah. put the goddamn bottle down. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. But He's like, but if I didn't, you wouldn't be going to school, young lady. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I would have worked it out. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not as dramatic as goodwill hunting coming mm-hmm. back to it like mm-hmm. we always do. But that mini driver speech of like, I had this money and I got to go to school because of my dad. But don't you think for one second I would have wanted to spend one more moment with my dad? Yeah. That whole speech. I know that whole movie. I know you do. I know yeah. you do. But like... That wasn't my experience with my dad. Yeah. You know, like I I never wanted the guy. Well, I did have some moments where I did want him to die. As you know, it happens. Yeah. Um, uh, and I felt like I could protect my family. Like if I 
figured out a way to kill him like crazy shit Whoa. when you're a kid because you don't know what to do as a kid yeah so i remember there being a moment i had a, and i had a pillow i shouldn't be saying this out loud but i remember my dad was passed out and my mom was in another room and i'm like if i just put this pillow over yeah. his head i could save us yeah i could save all of us uh-huh. and then my mom walked in and i was like son of a bitch yeah, you're like i'm just fluffing the pillow <laughs> for my dad nothing. <laughs> i just whistle and then she looks at and she goes do it no, no, what she. If? Oh my God! If she did, we'd have like a whole soap opera oh going my on. God. But you know, as a kid, you don't have those skills. Yeah. kind of a deal. Um, so now that I'm an adult, I am like, I do wish I had like moments like you had with your dad. I yeah. really do because I think it would have been. I would have liked to know my dad a little more. He did not talk about fucking anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't know. I knew that he had like some friends of his died really young. I knew that uh, he had some stuff going on with his family, but he would not discuss anything Any, uh-huh. no I, I don't know him it would have been nice to be like why are you so crazy <laughs> even like that <laughs> yeah. question like why are you crazy what, what happened let's yeah. discuss it yeah you know like and as you just kind of make up ideas of yeah. why someone is the way they are and i think it's really great that you had those moments where you could really get to know your dad i think that's fantastic right. i feel like this whole podcast is just for you to tell me i'm great Don't <laughs> <laughs> you're doing so great in life thank you very much <laughs> and speaking of doing great Let's talk about this funeral because you, oh. I did not speak at oh, my dad's yeah. funeral. I was 15. Um, it was just a thing that As wasn't a offered to me. Or, no, it wasn't I, even offered. I don't remember Do being offered. you feel upset that it wasn't offered to you? No, I, I was doing, I was dealing with a lot. So my mom, so my mom and dad were divorced at the time. So uh-huh. she divorced him when I was 12. He, he passed away. He died when I was 15. So there's a chunk of time there. Um, but she was still very much connected to him emotionally. As yeah. you, you know, it, it's not that long of a time to be divorced, right? right. She he had a rough time. So she was uh, tranquilized for a lot of it, you know, as uh, people choose to do. You yeah. Know? No shame in that game, right? Yeah. Whatever, whatever g- helps you get through. Yeah. But as I mean, I was a 15 year old kid, and I felt like I was carrying a lot. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to speak. I was sealed up, man. I was yeah. stone cold. I fucking built that wall up against me. I was making jokes in the corner. I was like, the, This man will your, not make me cry. Were your jokes malicious, or were you? Oh, they were goofy. They were a goofy, goofy joke. Okay. Well, there were some of them were probably not nice. Like, ah, fuck this guy. Up there, there was yeah. It wasn't yeah. that yeah. Should I kick it over? <laughs> Should I kick it over? No. Yeah. It was also an open casket, which I do think is bonkers. Gross. It, uh, yeah, it's very strange to be like chatting around, and I know it's part of the tradition and all that stuff. Yeah, where people are just like leaning against your dad. I mean, it's just so great. It's so yeah. great. Put things no. in his pockets. It's That's so always strange. weird when people do that. Like put things put in like their kit. T- like tokens, trinkets, whatever. Yeah. Um, it is very surreal. Um. And I, again, I don't know if you guys know, I talk about it all the time, it's so annoying. Growing up on a farm, I've seen death a lot. It's not the same as seeing your dead dad sit in a right. parlor in a suit. It's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so I made some jokes about that, I'm sure. So I did not speak, but Jonah, you knocked it out of the park. I did. I really did. Jonah, you I guys. I think I did. Well, I love, too, that Jonah treated it like a stand-up show. Do we talk about this on, a, on our part one? I think the a little a little bit, but we did not get into the nitty-gritty of it. Yeah. So I want to know the whole process of the, of the funeral for you. So not an open casket for you. No, you got we cremated. Talked about creme- yep. We talked about the, the dog. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So was he in the room somewhere? Yeah, he was right next to me. Okay, he was right next to you. Got I kicked it. it over on purpose. You did yeah, just to, say, just to say who's a patriarch now. <laughs> no, no. Someone clean this dead shit up. <laughs> Well, real power move, Jonah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real power yeah. move. So how how was it approached? Did somebody ask you if you wanted to speak, or you're like, I got this, you guys? No, I mean, part of me was like, I wanted everybody to speak. Like, I, I, I what I really wanted for my dad's funeral uh, was to make it into a funeral. A funeral. No, Play with those words. Dad Ron- we did that for Dan Ronan, and yeah. uh, who? Uh, uh, anyways, um, 
yeah, I I did because I like hearing people talk about the good things that he was. I mean, they're all there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Probably to make sure that he is dead. And uh, probably probably just jump. a poke. Yeah, it would be funny if like they everyone just was like, yeah, who wants to play du- who wants to play double dutch? This is great on top of this grave. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, because he he definitely was uh pissing people off those last few months. Um. Uh, I got asked a couple of days before, okay. like, do you want to say something? Was and then it your I, family who asked you? Yeah, or, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was, yeah, I was like, sure, if you if you want me to, you know. And then I was like, can do you guys want to say something? And then they were, I, so everyone that we were, I would meet. I was like, do you want to say something? And everyone kind of didn't want to. So it wasn't a shared like many people speaking. It was yeah, which I kind of wanted. I was like, I'll go first, and then I'll 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 keep other people. Yeah. I'll ask other people and stuff. But then, uh, so I wrote something really quick. And then I, I just, you know, if you're going to talk about somebody at their funeral, like, just be f- honest. Like, nobody wants to bullshit, like, yeah. he was human- humanitarian. Right. This guy never tried drugs. <laughs> except for the exactly. one time before he died. <laughs> and, except for the person that made him do it who overdosed it. And we are looking into things. <laughs> yeah, like, like, don't this be- is an open, nah, this is an open case. Yeah, this is an open case. <laughs> we will find out who did it. Yeah. My yeah. guess is Jim Morrison. <laughs> Ghost, the ghost, the of, ghost Jim of Jim came Morrison came back. Yeah, and made my in fact, mind. he loved Jim Morrison. It was just the influence that he had <laughs> in his music. So we are we are suing the industry. Yeah, it's just like fucking talk about the truth. Talk about the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot because also like I wanted to celebrate even the 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 shit that we had to deal with with him. Because if you look at it in a different way, it is silly and funny. What having to deal his life is is. It's frustrating when you're there, but then after, like, my uncle and I, we, sometimes we would have, his, his younger brother would have the best laughs just laughing about dealing with my dad because mm-hmm. it's fucking funny, you know? Yeah. All this crazy shit that would have, like, the motorcycle accidents and, like, the, you know, the, his ideas on things. It was just so funny. So you're celebrating the whole life, you yeah. know? even though, Why not? Yeah, and I feel like that's a great... You know, it's a great way to look at it. Like, yeah. yes, it was painful. And yes, it was frustrating. All these things you're saying. But we loved this man. And, and he like, did. He was good at getting made fun of. I would make fun of him. There's a, a, uh, there a while there where I was like, okay, father, anything, you know. And then finally I'm like, what are you doing? You're an idiot. Like, and then he was <laughs> like, I don't know. And he would joke along with it. And I'm like, he like, you know, what's wrong? With, it's like, it's funny. Yeah. And I mean, humor is healing. Humor is great. Why yeah. not? Why not yeah. do it? I don't, yeah, I don't understand a, a stuffy false sainthood funeral, you know? Yeah. It's funky. Yeah. Um, so you, you did the speech, and it went well. You went up there. Well, I, remember you I don't saying think my this. set went that well, but it went. <laughs> That's the thing. Joe's like, uh, you guys, you, you want to come up front? Yeah. yeah I did. I went to, did I talk about this last time? <laughs> yeah, I think you might have yeah. talked about it a little. But yeah, so I, uh, someone ended up videotaping it, and then I did go up to my girlfriend uh, a couple days later, and I go, hey, babe, like somebody videotaped my set. And she goes, stop fucking saying set. <laughs> So it's not bad. a set. Stop saying it. I go. I, I'm used to used to saying that. I don't know. And I did say it's a eulogy. Yeah, yeah. Eulogy, <laughs> not a set. Yeah, it's a set. <laughs> All right, cool. And um, and you I wrote it, it up. Yeah. yeah. So you wrote it out, which you usually don't do for your sets, right? No, I've never wrote a joke out. That's crazy. So clearly, you, so you <laughs> you have this like uh, you chose note cards. You have a piece of paper. I had what a was piece of paper. Okay. But I would. Uh, I'm so you know you used to performing, so you almost want to grab the mic and mm-hmm. go out and do it, but I couldn't do it. So I like hands podium? on podium. Yeah. Okay. Paper out. Of course, I didn't print it big enough and I had bad eyesight. And then I would like have to put my hand on it. And then of course, like 
you know, I would have like st- I would write in stories. So it was like these are the words, and then just say uh, subway story, and then I would say that story because these are stories that I tell everybody, anyways. Mm-hmm. So you know, I perfect conversational, them. Yeah, yeah, form, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. So then I would look up, um, uh, I would look up at everybody when I say that, let's say the story because I wanted to connect, and then I'd look down, I'm like, oh shit, where am I? <laughs> it was constantly like, to get okay, glasses, Jonah. yeah, and it constantly was like, well, where the fuck was I right there? <laughs> I'm not used to it. But I would say this out loud into the microphone. <laughs> where, oh shit, where, where am I? I? Oh, you're just like, uh, I lost my place. Wait, 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 wait. Here it is. I don't uh, know if you guys know about Pedals uh, and Pricks uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, Pedals and Pricks podcast is every Thursday. Now I'm going to see me. Wait. Blind Bed Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Kelsey. Huh? <laughs> you're just mumbling yeah. your promos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> what if I did that? <laughs> it's so gross. That would be the best ever. <laughs> so, but then you get a little emotional. Yeah, you show us at pedalsandpricks.com. Oh, so. uh, yeah, I yeah. didn't get emotional. Yeah, which I, I think. Oh, it, the, the, no, the speech got emotional. Well, I think people were like laughing because it was great. But it, I think it was just laughing and it just like kind of people like, I mean, the, the family's laughing more. Like my uncle was like crying. He's laughing so hard. I think at least that's what people told me. That's what my agent said. And <laughs> you had an agent from this gig. Nice how great job. would that be? <laughs> no, Jonah, not great. That's why you got to take every opportunity. Like there's an agent in the crowd. <laughs> God, oh, Wouldn't that be you great? messed up. They're like Kelsey. I got an agent. Like how I was like funerals. They're a funeral. That Crushing fu- these that funeral. You guys gigs. don't know the funeral cir- circuit. <laughs> circuit oh my, this is like a weird version of Harold yeah. and Maude with stand-ups. But it just. I mean, like I said, it started with me asking everybody to give a big round of applause for coming out. Yeah. Which is like Darkest 30 market. grieving people. Just putting their hands together. Yeah. Put your hands together. And then me instantly being like, what the fuck am I doing up here? I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to be serious. But you did it. And I think that's great. Yeah. I think that because I think that's a scary thing. I was at a funeral recently um, and everybody was was uh, speaking. There's a lot of people speaking. And yeah. I was very impressed. Um, yeah. Because it's a it's a. It's a one of the most difficult things to do, I think, is to like get up in front of people. Number one, people who especially yeah. are not used to it, yeah. and then to you know sort of recap someone's life. That's a lot yeah. of damn pressure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you did it. So you I said that I your mom, it. your mom has some uh, had some notes, uh, some notes. No, she's getting some people like calling her up and being like, "Yeah, that Jonah Jerkins." I think it's just people. Um, I don't know. I hate talking about like how great I did, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, you do? <laughs> um, like, well, when I actually think I actually did, um, I don't think I did great. I mean, I was like, you know, we're performers, like, you know, the whole time afterwards, I was like, oh, I fucked up this word and do that right. And I but sometimes just, I think the reason not I'm a good set, it just wasn't a good set. The it reason I want to talk about it is because I think it's a good distraction. Like when you were there, yeah. how focused were you on your speech? Or maybe I'm making this up. Well, I, what? Because it, it was at last minute. They're like, do you want to say something? I'm like, do you want me to? And I was like, I don't really need to. They're like, no, we think it's important that you do. And I'm like, well, then why didn't you have me fucking start that way? Because it was like last minute. They're like, you got to go. You got to go. And uh, and then I was like, okay. And then I, it was, it, to me, it was more nerve wracking than any show I've ever done in my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Because one, it, it, part of my head was, um, you know, we're, we've been performing for a while. And, um, you know, one, it's like people are going to judge me. So I can't be nervous. Because like, that's a big fear of mine as well is that is just like people being like, Oh, maybe that guy shouldn't do what he's, what his heart's into, you know? So it was that, that weird, like, man. yeah, but it was also that, that weird, like, this is a set to me, you know, I need to. And then also it's like, I am touching on things that people could be very much offended with. Mm-hmm. Cause I literally started it. I, I started it with, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Jeff Jerkins was a pain in the ass. 
It's a great start. He was. Yeah. He was a pain in the ass. It was like he was chauvinistic. He was this. He was that. I mean, I just listed every negative feature, every negative thing, mm-hmm. and then I would combine them with stories, you know, that just that humanized him. Learned that from you, <laughs> a little bit, and then it turned, and then and then the turn in the middle was just like, but he's also my my father. He's my dad. He was my father. He's my blood. And it turned into my father was this, my father was this, my dad, all these good things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And at the end, it's just like, yeah, you know, you might have your issues with him, but um, don't look at him as, you know, Jeff Jerkins. Look him, look him, look at him as what he is. He's he's a friend. He's a father. He's an uncle. He's a, you know, he's all these things, and that's how we should look at him. Yeah. You know. Do you think it was a pretty cathartic? I mean, I know, I don't that, know you were, what that word means. Uh, did did it kidding, help your hearing? Yeah, I know you know. Yeah. The the healing process. Do you think it helped to mm-hmm. be able to talk about those things? I think writing it helped. Yeah, yeah. I, well, because the reason I'm, I'm asking is because I, I I thought that maybe it would be a distraction, but it sounded like it was real last minute, so maybe not. Uh, I liked having distractions at my dad's funeral yeah. where I was like, don't have to focus on it, don't have to think about it, don't yeah. have to like steal your heart and only focus about you know whatever that yeah. is. But then later on, I was in school, I took a class and it was very much like based on like the neo futurists who were writing your own stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't write a eulogy. I wrote, but I did write like a 15 minute piece that I never told anybody before, which is like walking into that hospital room, which we talked about. Yeah. And it was so. I wish everybody knew this to write about those things. Is, am- is amazing. Even yeah. if you don't share it, even if you decide not to go up and either do a eulogy or perform it anywhere, but to write it out. Uh-huh. And uh, and these storytelling classes I teach, it's amazing what people bring. Things they've never talked about before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's bonkers. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, and, and I teach, like, like o- older people who've never, I mean like 60 year old people who've never, never addressed th- these topics, whatever yeah. they are. I think writing is powerful. That's all I'm, I'm going to say. And I see, I, I never wrote before. But like I will say, writing that and then having this new push to perform this and mm-hmm. to and to really make this into something that I feel is like stage worthy, and then but also like to like let people just like you know yeah it's fucked up but let's laugh it's funny has made me really like focus like maybe I want to do like try to put put this into a, a full show. That's awesome. Like a whole part show where I would start with the eulogy. And then go from there. Yeah, I mean, I know we joked before, but like, well, your d- your dad died. You got to do a one man show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there actually is something to it yeah. where it's like, I don't know. Um, it can be really powerful. Yeah. I think. And I, I would yeah. say the one thing that I really did take from that, um, from the from doing that eulogy, was that it uh, from doing my set was that uh, <laughs> was that uh, I got to work on my time. Cause my time management, cause I got the light and then I still went over. I'm kidding. <laughs> the Someone did the, go, the what were you up there? 20 the minutes. Path. I go, I know how long I was up there. I was 15 and I get the light and like, <laughs> and then people did not like the little jokes. People uh, don't like little jokes about this shit. Uh, and I think that yeah. was, that's the thing that I really want to focus on and, and try. And this is one of the reasons why I was really pushing us doing this is that there are, you know, like, yeah, it happened and it sucks and, and it's all those things. But, um, I just feel like, uh, well, one with being addicts, for fathers, right? There are good. There's that. That doesn't mean that they're evil, 100. Yeah, percent Right? Which, There's which, still good things. Yeah, which I think that it, that's you know really something I uh, I learned throughout time. But it's really you're yeah. very um yeah 
yeah, what am I trying to say? I'm in awe. Of, I'm in awe of you. Uh-huh. Like it's very, it's amazing that you had that separation that you were able to have. That I'm repeating myself now, yeah. but I think that's great, and yeah. I like that. That's a mission that you're saying. Like yeah, you can it's have like a new thing I want to do. Yeah, you can have like these people in your lives, but the, and they might be all this neg- there might be all this negative stuff. Yeah, but there's also something else. Yeah. that you might not. And see. there are uh, uh, some amazing experiences I've had with him. Uh, that and I guess that's the thing. Too, and that's the thing. I guess like when I talk about my dad, and everybody's just like, "Jesus Christ, this is a real person." Because it's like maybe we'll do another part or whatever, and we can talk about like just the crazy stories we had with our fathers, which I would love to do because I love hearing those things. Yeah. But like for, and that's why I feel more for you, right, than I do for me, because like a lot of people are like, "That was really fucked up, dude. That you had to, you had to deal with a dad like that." But I go, I I never did. Like I didn't grow up with it. You yeah, but I mean? you dealt with it for 15 years. Yeah, I, I know dealt what you're with saying. It. I know what you're saying. I dealt with but dealing still. with him, but I didn't have to deal with living with him. And that's so I had very bad circumstances, but in the best way possible. Do you know what I mean? So like the luck that I had with how with how terrible he was, not the luck that he was terrible, but the luck that like there are certain ways that could have influenced me to be a much worse person. I didn't have those parts you know what i mean he wasn't in your like developmental stages right he wasn't abusive towards me he wasn't you know for the most part i mean he definitely could be verbal towards me sometimes but you know whatever but i didn't have to live with it i didn't it was never really targeted at me he always wanted to be try to be the best he could for me so he did teach me that like uh that like you know like that a father can have love for his son you know Mm -hmm. even if he wasn't the best at at explaining it or showing it to me mm-hmm. he still did in, in many different ways because he did have a big heart you yeah, know he tried yeah so i didn't have this i don't know when i hear your stories like i mean they're funny but like <laughs> <laughs> but i do think this is a good point of like you can like you can have a really negative influence or maybe even a, a non-influence like a uh i think say neglectful we can yeah. say that yeah. right i don't want to like speak out of turn but but you can also see a human who tried and right. failed, yeah. and, but tried and tried and tried and tried. Mm-hmm. And I can say that for my dad, too. There are some great. moments where, like, you, he tried. He didn't have all the skills he, he could have had. Yeah. He took a different path. But there were moments where he really tried. Yeah. And I think that's really positive. I would love to talk to you about, in, in part two, um, before three. we... Uh, before three, I'm sorry, yeah. Of, like, the after. Yeah. You know, like, I love that you're talking about, like... Because I had definitely a period where, like, I would talk about it and try to make people uncomfortable with jokes, like, out in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what happens after the funeral? Or what happens when you're, you know... And I know this is really yeah. in the thick of it for you, because this is real recent. I mean, this is within a month. Yeah. 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 Like, Can I ask you one question, though? Of um, course. Do you feel... I mean, we, we won't, like... We'll hit on it more in part three. Stay tuned, listeners. Um, <laughs> and then it's going to be Rachel Lindsay later. To be continued. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you feel... I was almost thinking this last night because I was definitely joking about because last night I, you know, I try to work it out like five times on stage, right? Mm-hmm. Five different, five different types of shows. Um, and then I was a little afraid that it was almost sounding malicious. And then I thought to myself, like, is this me reach? Is this me acting out at the pain that I have that my dad la- like killed himself, basically? Mm-hmm. So I'm just being kind of like I felt like I was joking about it too much. And I felt like people thought I was about ready to have a, I wasn't emotionally having a breakdown or even mentally. I don't feel like that's it. But then there's also subconsciously, what am I really doing? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you feel like you were doing that when you were? For sure. I mean, you're working it out, man. Yeah. You're working out, especially if you're, if you're a person and I don't know, I don't want to speak out of turn here. If you're someone who does like, I'm not going to feel it. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fucking fine. Yeah. 
sometimes it will come out when you don't expect it to come yeah. out sometimes. Yeah. And just be aware of it. And yeah. that's what open mics are for. You know what I mean? Sure. To, to a degree, right? Yeah. But also, like, there's no shame in, like, talking to people about it. Yeah. Like, I remember being in, and I wouldn't, I didn't have any uh, therapy or skills of anything, and I was in theater at the time, so uh-huh. not stand-up, but theater. Yes, yeah, so you I didn't have any friends in high school. <laughs> uh, sorry. Shut up. I don't know. I don't know if you know me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so I don't stupid. Know, but we had to do this exercise where we had to do a tantrum and rehearsal and just lose our shit on the floor. Okay. And I was it was the uh, Woodstock Opera House, so I don't remember what play I was doing, and we were just like, I don't know. So it was my turn to go. Yeah. I couldn't stop. Whoa. I couldn't it stop. It just came out. I, cu- I mean, I like you bruised mi- the fuck. That. I bruised my hands. I was screaming. I mean, people left the room. The director was like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. But I lost it and I couldn't stop. And I thought I was fine. Whoa. I thought I was totally fine. It just comes, it comes out somehow. Yeah. And there's no fucking shame in that. It's gonna happen to you. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're weird. It it just it just happens. What if man? we start coming out right now on the podcast well, and you're like, I'm gonna leave? <laughs> no, I won't because like, <laughs> <laughs> and it might not even be you know crying. Like it was for me. I think the trigger was the violence. Yeah. And I, I unfortunately did get that learned skill from my dad. It's yeah. like, well, <laughs> you say, well, I beat up everybody in my. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like play. at one point, I wondered. I'm like, I am almost blessed. <laughs> That's the word I can't believe I'm using. If I was a bo- if I was born a male with my male influence father, oh. I might be in jail right now. Whoa! Like for real. <laughs> you woke. You know I'm not. But anyway, it might happen, Jonah. And I think it's really tricky when you're doing things because you're always thinking about an audience, right? Yeah. As a stand-up. Yeah. So it's not rehearsal. It's not like writing in your room. Maybe you should start writing more. You don't have to. No pressure. You know. You don't have to no. do anything with it. Yeah. I yeah. don't know because I don't feel. Um, emotion i mean i had you know i've definitely been upset and all that stuff's fine but like i'm afraid that like uh it's more between friends that i'm almost joking about it too much where like i'm not trying to be awkward and mean or anything but it is like well is it it's like, fun to joke about yeah you know like it is fun like the thing right now is that like i'm joking about it like it's almost like my birthday where it's like it's like you guys don't want to do that like my dad just died and then it's just like it, to me that's funny right and maybe it's not and some people think it's morbid but like um, but then I feel like am I doing it too much where it is just like being like my dad died like that you know yeah, what I mean but maybe it's just part of your process I, mean, I don't know you know what I'm but saying who knows uh, the other life thing is, right life but the other thing is like if you ever notice you're saying it too much Mental to all your stability. friends if you ever noticed yeah. this like do you ever have this with breakups like people just keep talking about it keep talking about yeah, it yeah, or yeah. your friends just keep talking I'm like dude you need to talk to somebody yeah you know yeah yeah uh, I don't know. I love joking around about it. I did it a fucking ton and yeah. I made so many people uncomfortable um, all the time. Yeah. And it was part of the, the deal. <laughs> we also had it with a Jack Daniels in your hand and your pants down. For sure. Yeah. And I was also like, um, <laughs> like I would be at a, a bar or whatever and be like, who wants drinks? I'm a dead dad's money. I should be paying for school. Fuck it. Like, oh. whoa. And everybody's like, nobody wants that. And yeah. also that was a lie because I didn't have any money. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? Like, then be like who's going to cover my dad or my, my dead dad's tab? <laughs> you, know, you know, like it was just like recklessy stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that's what you do anyway when you're fucking 18 years yeah. old, right? Sneaking into bars and being stupid. Um, but I don't know. Like I wouldn't be too judgy about it. It's tricky when you're doing it in front of an audience and because you're a, you've done stand-up forever. You're always thinking about the other. Yeah. You're always thinking about the audience. It's hard to process your own shit when you're always trying to perform for someone else. Right. So, I think too because I'm trying to work this out where it's not uncomfortable on stage because I do want to joke. And I think it is like the thing where it's like, let's just like – there are some funny moments that happens with these, and especially just how awkward I am mm-hmm. socially, right? And then I, I tried working that out, you know, because it's new, so I'm just working out at these open mics and stuff. 
and I've been trying to, uh, at shows and it's been going well, but I just want to make sure it's like, I got, you know, you get your hits, you're mm-hmm. working on it. It's just, it's structured. Do you record yourself? No. And that's the thing. Cause yeah. I was improvising a lot. And I think that was a problem. I was improvising it a lot. Cause I, I write on stage. That's kind of how I do it. Mm-hmm. Cause I go with like, um, just the flow of my speech pattern. Cause it, it's really segmented at times. <laughs> and, um, just like what I feel, I think it's come from the improv, improv background. It's like what I feel at that moment, and then it comes out, and I usually find the best that way. Yeah, you um, should definitely use that voice memo because yeah, I, I know. Like then you're also gonna notice when you either as a performer are holding back, or when it's going too far, yeah, or when you can say like, okay, I'm hitting this note way too much, way too much, so that you're not in your head about like yeah. this is too much for the audience because the audience might be loving it, yeah, but you because it's pretty raw for you might be feeling more self conscious than it actually. I'm- I, I I did five sets. I would say three of those five did what? One, like, it was like, oh, I'm onto something here. Mm-hmm. That That's was the awesome. first one, of course. Second one, it was like crickets. Mm-hmm. Third one, That's it was goes. same thing. I'm onto something. And then uh, the fourth one, crickets. And then the fifth one was like, it's there, you know? Yeah. So the thing is, but the problem is I was I was – adding and improvising so much that I was forgetting what I was saying. So that's why anybody that performs, yeah. you should, you should, should record every set. But that was a problem. I was so focused on this bit that I, I think I was forgetting that for some people, this is like who also lost their parents or lost, lost loved ones that they want. They are talking to me like they want to con- be consoling. I hate be- people being consoling to me right now. I don't know mm-hmm. if you were like that. I didn't want anybody to feel bad for me. I don't want anybody to feel. And that's why I never, I never mentioned it on on Facebook or any of that shit. And mm-hmm. I didn't want anyone to know because I don't want people to say I'm so sorry. Are you yeah. okay? Because it's like I am fine. And thank you for saying that. But it's just like I just want to move on. Yeah, it's interesting because I didn't want anybody to know because my small town of town, everybody knew everything yeah. all the time. I wanted to get up the next day. Like I didn't miss. Like I missed the minimum amount of school. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna miss anything. I remember my cousins were taking off days, and I'm like, "It's my dad. Get the fuck to school." You know, yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. just like because I didn't want it to seem different. I didn't want anyone to think it affected me. Yeah. Because I didn't want to look. Uh, week I didn't want I felt like I was giving my dad power or whatever anyway so that's a good point that happened but then it was interesting later on because when I eventually moved away right so it happened when I was 15 so when I was 18 I was in a new town I was in Chicago huge nobody knew who the hell I was yeah I couldn't stop talking about my dead dad Wow. So I eventually, like, after a while, I was like, everybody needs to know. Yeah. Everybody needs to know about it, and I'm going to make jokes about it. I'm not going to feel about it. I'm not going to show you how I feel about it, but you don't know me, but guess what? My dad died. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, whoa, what a turn. Yeah. So I just think, just be on the watch for it. Yeah. Because I, eventually you might want people to console you. Nah. I, I, don't I don't know, know if the console is the word of like, or like, I get you. Like, yeah. I've been there. I get it. Yeah. I'm here if you need me. Let's move on. Whatever yeah, that is. Like, see, yeah. you know what you're talking about. Your yeah. dad's dead too. Yeah, yeah. But look at our dad dads. Look at our dad dads. But you also like, and this is another thing too, you're going to start getting a part of the dead club. Like anybody, anybody. anybody it's incredible it, how big it is. It's huge. Well, because I have no idea. You, I know you don't want to talk about it, Jonah, but that's People die. Kind of the end of yeah, it. It's crazy. Happen. Everybody else dies. Everybody else <laughs> except for you. <laughs> and you. And, yeah, and me. Well, yeah. Um, but you're going to notice that it when, you, when people in my life now, when people pass away, like I, I know how it goes. Yeah. I know that it actually is important to show up. It's a weird thing. Like yeah. I always told people, like, I don't care if you come to the funeral. I don't care if you go. And then when they showed up, I was yeah. like, oh man, that's cool. So yeah. I try to go to every funeral that I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I don't make it public. <laughs> you just crash your funeral? You just crash your funeral. Harold and Mott. Yeah, yeah. 
But like, I just, I, I also don't make it public. I remember there was a guy in my high school, his mom passed away a couple of years after my, my dad. And at the time, like, cause people don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. So people are kind of making a big deal about it. Like his friends were being like very showy about it. And I could tell that he did not love it. Yeah. So I found him like just in his locker by himself. I didn't make a big deal about it. I was like, Hey, it sucks. Yeah. If you ever need to talk to me, fine. Yeah. And you just see in his eyes go like, yes, yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah. Because that's, and you don't know, that's the thing. Like, I was so mad at people for being idiots, but then nobody fucking knows how to react. I know. Nobody knows what to do. But I, I don't know if you can agree with me on this, but I think the, the most important thing for people that are not experiencing that loss, for, for uh, per se, is just, just, just say, hey, I'm sorry. If you need anything, I'm there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You don't need to, like... Uh, I don't need somebody to tell me that like, it's just like, you know, it's people sometimes have demons and those demons take over. It's like, I don't need that. Just yeah. say, or like, what can I do for you right now? I need, I need, you know, like that yeah, shit. It's, it's just then it's done about you. It's about them. Yeah. Like they, and, and they don't probably, again, they're not trying to be D holes, but like, I don't need to take care of you while I'm doing this other thing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, Oh, I need to be useful. I need to be useful. Like, I don't yeah, need to give fine. you a fucking job right yeah, now. Yeah. I got I, my I own shit to deal with. Yeah. 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 Like my dad just died. Yeah, see, do you understand see, that? If you say that though, people do run. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. No, I'm trying. I'm figuring that out on stage <laughs> yeah. and they can't run on stage. You're trapped here. But that's the thing. It's like, I, it was just, it, it's becoming this like thing where it's like this thing I want to work on. Right. So it's just like, this dead dad material. So then mm-hmm. I'm just talking about it because I'm talking. To, like, would that be funny if I said this and stuff? And people are like, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, okay, so not funny. Okay, cool. Thanks for saying that. But like, do you think? And then I would run into people who also lost somebody, and then they just wanted to have like have that like you lost somebody too. Like, let's talk about that. And yeah. it's just like I don't want to. I want to just. And you everybody, know, yeah, everybody's process I, is different. Yeah, right? and I felt bad because I was like, oh shit, like. I don't want them to feel like I don't care about, you know, because I do care, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's I also want, pretty I, raw I just want you. everyone to experience a loss. <laughs> It'll happen. Because I want to be able, not everybody. So I want to be able to. <laughs> you want to have just a, you know what you should do? You should do gigs at retirement homes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's going to die? You're going to die. You're going to die. <laughs> no. You're like the Oprah of death. Uh, yeah, Is that yeah, what yeah. that was? It's just slitting throats. <laughs> oh, no. It got dark. Yeah, doing um, bits and slitting throats. But I also think like uh, no, you get to start knowing your process, man. You knowing the grieving process, even if you're yeah. thinking it's 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 leaking in no matter what. And it seems like you're a guy similar to this guy right here, and you're putting yourself in work. Yeah, work mode for your sure. Your work mode. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's real productive. But I you think know what do I you mean? think it was like, well, I'm never gonna die, right? We know this. Yes, we already but know. Jonah do you think forever. that it is the fact that uh, it is like life is short? I can't dick around anymore type of a thing. I think it's definitely how I feel more than, than I did when I was 15 when my dad died. My dad died when he was 40 and yeah, I was but you're like, also closer to dying. For sure. Yeah, That's you're going to die. Saying. That's what I'm saying. That like, sucks for you. <laughs> no, for me. You're going to live forever. Yeah. I'm going to for sure die. But like, uh, time time is a is a, is a a fickle mistress. Yeah. And I definitely feel the clock a ticking more for sure, of course, than, yeah. than what I did when I was 15. Yeah. Um, But I feel like our, what, I'm, what I mean by work mode is like, Sometimes I'm not necessarily like, like, oh, I'm going to make every moment count. That's yeah. not what work mode was for me. Yeah. Work mode for me was like, put your face down, focus on this yeah. task, and feelings, put I don't have time for you. Put everything else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time for that. And the problem is, and the, which I wish I would have learned later on, those feelings are going to come out no mm-hmm. matter what. And that's, that's still, when I still have bad news, that's my go-to. Really? I'm like, fucking do the work. 
do the task at hand go 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 and my and my family used to think i was very robotic yeah. like um i remember this like broke my heart my sister said this to me when i was uh in college she's like well you're not like human and i was like what yeah it's like well you just don't care about like things when bad things or good things happen you just like do your job yeah and i was like what <laughs> of course i care but that was not what i was showing yeah you know what i mean and i do think that there's a good balance and i wish i would have learned that balance a little earlier in life but i, I don't know it's just my go-to hmm. it's my go-to man so do those bits jonah don't feel your feelings <laughs> fucking do your bits what if uh, i was like i think you're a fucking idiot oh then i'd be like dad this is my coffee <laughs> spot what if i was like i've been alive this whole time i'm so proud of you <laughs> oh i'm I'd, sober i probably would have a fucking breakdown yeah. on this podcast right yeah. now uh but that's just you know whatever well so jonah we're gonna try to do this part three action we are yeah and i think um maybe maybe we can talk about how your like your bits are going I would like to kind of figure that out next week because you're still going to do well, it, Well, I right? don't think we should make it just about me. No, 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 but here's the deal. Yeah, you're in the it. heart of this, man. Yeah. This is something that I've experienced and, and that I've gone to, like, figured out yeah. a little bit, you I know? I'll tell you, I will talk, talk about it, but I'm just, I'm, uh, the out is a little too too rough right now. So to leave everybody on sadness? Yeah. It's um, not sad, but it's, like, it's morbid. But then I fix it with, uh, you're not going to laugh at that? My dad's dead. <laughs> Nailed it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's but you laugh. want to fake Everybody? laugh it up? Yeah, let's fake laugh it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm spinning You're all over this microphone. Destroying that microphone Destroyed I paid for. It. Destroyed it. Sorry about that, man. Um, this is a little longer than normal, but I like it. Okay. You know how I like a, I like a short podcast. Uh, I don't know. But uh, we've got another one coming up, part three. Part three. Um, and actually, because I want to do, I do want to connect one of these into relationship stuff, if that's okay. Because okay. I think we'll get it, we'll get it back to the bachelor. Four parts. Four. Well, that's part four. Well, what's? Oh, but this is part three. This Fuck. Is, no, this is part two. I'm losing all my numbers. Yeah, this is part two. I'm a douche. <sighs> so we're gonna do four parts, and at the end part, I would like to see because I really think we should talk about how, like, how our um our dads, the pricks part of the pedals and pricks, has potentially affected our relationships. Okay. Oh, can we do this for part three? Can we talk about crazy dad stories? We can. I think you're going to crush my crazy dad stories because my crazy dad story. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe and people so you can start thinking about it. I'll start thinking about them for sure. OK. Um, and then I think uh, we are going to try to get some uh, potentially uh, some guests potentially yes. on after our uh, sort of uh, uh, one offs. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's going to be Rachel Lindsay time. and We're going to be back to yeah. re recapping. Fuck yeah. Fake yeah. Fuck yeah. It's going to be a hoot. And then if anybody else has, because I know a lot of our listeners have people in their lives that have passed away and yeah. all these kind of uh, things. If there's anything that you want to talk about, let us know on like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, Just we let can discuss our, 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 I guess, our, our, what we went through with those same questions and stuff like that. And how do they find us? Oh, they can find us on Twitter at Pedals and Pricks or Facebook Pedals and Pricks uh -huh. or our uh, website at the pedal. Wait, no, nope, pedalsandpricks.com. Pedals oh, man. Or they can email us at Pedals and Pricks Podcast at gmail.com. And remember to listen to us on SoundCloud or whatever you're listening to us on right now. Duh. I, iTunes. iTunes. But the most important thing you <gasps> need to do is rate us. Rate us. Give us a review. Like us. Follow us. And aren't you guys so proud of us that we're not taking a break like all those other podcasts? Oh, my God. Ooh, podcast burn. Yo, you want to burn another podcast? No, I don't. I don't. I I'm burning like, it. I feel weird I won't it. tell who, but uh. we tried. We found another Chicago po uh, podcast that also does The Bachelor, and we wanted to discuss their experiences through the season, and they said, we take a break. 
They did? You know what you should do? Take a break from your career. Oh, no, Jonah. We're trying to make friends. No, exactly. What career? Oh, gosh. It's about hard work, about putting your head down, face forward. Face forward. Don't feel feelings and yeah. just keep working. Just hope your, da- hope, your dad does. hope your dad dies so you can work hard at something. It's a real motivator, you yeah. guys. That should be like... Um, <laughs> The, it should be just like the the one step manager or the one step hard worker. Uh, step one, your dad. Your dies. dad needs to die, <laughs> and then you'll just be a workaholic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fixes well, it every time. Oh my gosh! Well, we got great ideas about life, Jonah. Mm-hmm. I like that this one got a little sad. I think that that's okay. I think that's serious, but I think I think through our pain we can help others. I think so too. Wink. Like the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. I almost so saying that doesn't that make any sense. Through our pain, we can help others, like the Ghostbusters. Well, they they put those sad ghost souls to rest yeah didn't they with their ecto coolers yeah no wait that's a drink i'm just glad that you guys aren't getting tight butthole about what we're doing yeah thanks You're for loosening being cool that about butthole it. up so then we can have a tight bowl of <laughs> tight butthole of a time <laughs> it's going off the rails you guys <laughs> so next thursday we're gonna be back <laughs> <That's my laughs> let's fake laugh it out ready <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my baby, I love her too. We are together all the time, and everything is so good damn fine. Is that